0: Hello, I'm Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. I happen to be recording this very much in the midst of what's called the coronavirus pandemic uh, crisis period. And this is something that's come upon us all with no expectation We all got blindsided, so I'm not going to talk about that in particular, but I'm going to talk about how we might view these unexpected, catastrophic situations. So I'm going to tell my story of 2009. I had purchased this company, who I'm sitting in part of the warehouse right now with finished goods behind me, in the year 2006, in fact, April of 2006. The first two years were going quite well. Uh, We're making good money. I'm buying equipment. I'm actually borrowing money to buy equipment. And here comes the year 2009. Oh, my goodness. We're at 65 employees. My biggest customers all tell me it doesn't look good. We're stopping ordering. Only one gave me a few orders, just a very few orders. And I had to... um, Look at this situation, and at one point, the last customer gave me uh, the ultimatum of their sales projection, and it did not look good. I called my good friend that's older than I am in manufacturing, his first name's Ron, and I was just going to get a little advice because he was my mentor and my advisor, and when he was hearing my situation, he gave me two key words that have helped me for years and years since then and are helping me right now. I think they will help you. What are those two words? Don't panic. Gary, don't panic. So those are my words to you. Don't panic. And I have a trust in God, but what do I do? How do I handle this situation? Well, for sure, if I start to panic and make erratic decisions and become emotional and become uh, sympathetic and and start crying over the situation and and start bad-mouthing everyone else, those are signs of my insecurity. Those are signs of things that I don't want to demonstrate in this very tough time. I did have to look at the situation, and I had to look at the numbers, and I had to come to conclusion that I had way too many employees because I had no work for them to work, I had no, no task for them to do, no orders coming in. And I had to make the decision, and I didn't want to, but I then dismissed 41 of my 65 employees, leaving me 24. So I went from 65 to 24 employees, in less than three weeks. With tears in my eyes, I told these people that had worked for me, you've got to go file for unemployment, we had a provision so they had some income and no longer work for our company. It was tough, really tough, but then I could not panic. I brought in my core five and six core members and we discussed this situation. I had to demonstrate, even though my guts were rolling, My mind was swirling. I had to demonstrate some form of confidence because I could not afford for us to just fall apart, if you want to say it that way. I couldn't afford for this. And I happened to have some reserves set aside, which is a good system and a good process that would help us get through this, but I didn't know how far this problem was going to be, how far the economy was going to be low. So I had to hold on to those reserves, not because a rainy day, it was raining right now, but if I used all of these reserves immediately, I wouldn't have something down the future. So I called in the five key people, and we sat and discussed it, and I made it very clear to them in very solid words, we will get through this. We will not fail as a company. We are going to succeed through this, and frankly, I don't have any other options but to succeed. See, at this point, I'm getting, I'm almost getting close to 60 years old. This is too late for me to start over. My mind's whirling because I know if this does fail, that I would give up all that I own, not only the company, but I had pledged my house, my vehicles. I would be literally finding a place to stay in an apartment or a uh, small um, mobile home and probably renting a car just to get back and forth to whatever I was going to do. And I'm not 60, but I'm getting close in age. So this is something my mind is whirling on me. But I said things like this. We will come through this. And I guarantee you, on the other side of this, we'll look back and we'll see that, this was not as bad as it looked. God does make a way for us to get through it, and we'll come through it being a better company. We'll be more efficient. We'll be leaner. We'll, we'll fix things that needed to be fixed that we've left off. When things are going well, monies are flowing well, you're not quite as tuned up to the details. For example, we were paying a lot of money for hand-wiped papers, we still don't buy papers. You wash your hands. You you now dry your hands on your own uh, cloth towel. We're still washing these cloth towels because it's way cheaper than buying uh, hand wipe paper paper uh, hand wipes. Because and then the the trash is full. So we still have some things in system that came that were quite good because of this turndown. You see. You've got to think of business as a process of systems and processes. That's how we become efficient in doing our product, or producing our parts, or doing whatever you're doing. But part of the systems are cycles and seasons. And you'll follow follow the financial world and the business world, you'll see that there's seasons and cycles. And so when there's a cycle of abundance, you should be putting aside something. Don't stretch yourself so far. Make sure you have some reserve. I had some reserve. It wasn't going to be enough without God's help. There's no way I could have enough. That's what we're facing right now with the coronavirus. This is so desperately deep. Nobody expected, hardly anybody has that much money to get through this. So we're t- forced to trust in God. We're forced to trust and bring things home and make, make evaluations tough decisions. So in this process we did come through this as a better company. And these cycles and seasons, when I was uh, a young man in observing my first early businesses, when we had a downturn uh, 20, 25 years ago, it took three or four years for that cycle or season. Like there's highs and lows in any kind of a cycle and season. So we'd hit the high and we'll ride that for a while and then it would drop down, kind of like a chart, like a wavelength. Well, 20 years ago, this cycle took... Four years to come back, three or four years for it to come back. Well in two thousand and nine it came back in only one year. The cycle got shorter. Maybe it got peaked higher and peaked lower, but it's fortunately it's shorter. So now it looks like to me, not being a prophet, not promising anything, that we have a huge peak high have had in the past a huge peak in the stock market, and now we're hitting a huge bottom real fast. But the fortunate thing, in my opinion, it's going to be a short cycle, six months. Now, I'm putting this to you uh, the end of March in 2020, and you're going to be able to judge whether I'm right here in about six months. But I believe it's going to be a short cycle. Well, don't panic is my word to you. You don't need to get another leadership book at this point. You don't need another long course on how to manage. You need a few key words like don't panic. And you're going to get through this together with God's help. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.